0: I need you to go to the corner store. What? Get me some smokes. Uh, Colonel. Uh, (laughs) I found fox dye in, in a pair of Marlboro lights, medium condoms, and Goya Cola champagne.
1: Colonel, I didn't prepare for this in the VR training.
0: The VR training gave you the physical tools to do any job necessary. We knew there would be improvisation necessary to, the, to get this job done.
1: What? Uh, okay. I'm headed into the corner store now.
2: Jack.
0: There's something I didn't tell you.
2: Jack, I know you're busy now, but I just wanted to see if you remembered what that corner store means to us. Rose? I, I don't remember. Oh, well, never mind. You, you'll remember.
0: Go back into the bedroom, Rose. Wait a minute. Who's in the colonel? Are you- are you in the same bedroom? You VR trained for this.
2: Don't don't think too much about it, Jack. Remember your cuckolding training in VR.
1: Oh yeah. It's coming back to me. I blocked this training out. I remember how to get cuckolded. I guess I just have to pretend like everything's fine. I'm happy. <laughs> Do better than that,
0: soldier. Pretend you like it.
1: Uh, Okay. I like this. I like this. Uh, Excuse me, clerk. I'm here to get two condoms and some champagne for the colonel to sleep with my girlfriend. All right. (laughs) Okay, so that was a good uh, two Uh, minutes. (laughs) Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. Did we go too fast to uh, to cock humor? Was that was that too fast? I think it was perfectly timed. I think that's uh, about the
3: average these days. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club. I'm your guest host for the week. I'm Nick Costanza, and we are talking about Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. So I am here to bring in a couple of fantastic uh, guests um so you might call them my foxhound team (laughs) we are uh we are joined today by one of my oldest friends uh we met each other in middle school kind of the um to my uh raiden it's connor arakaki welcome to the show
3: hi are you calling me someone that like wants to have sex with like their stepsister (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get into that because I also got
1: that vibe and I thought, am I confused or is the game really implying
3: this? We'll get uh, into it later, but the game does imply it. it's very weird
1: Okay, <laughs> um, and uh, we have a, a couple other great guests um sort of uh sort of the the solidus snake. <laughs> to To my uh my liquid, uh it's David Danella. Hello, I does that
0: make me the oldest person on the, uh, or is Solidus the youngest? Hmm. I think he's the I think he's the grandpa. I think he's too, the right?
3: oldest of the snakes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I and I take that responsibility.
1: <laughs> wow! And then of course you know can't can't do without him. Um, uh, our final member of the crew today. It's our rose. <laughs> Welcome, Patrick <laughs> Ellers. Sorry, Ellers is sorry. correct. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I mean, are are they not? Are not all three of them like uh, born of the same cloning project that happened at? Are, are, so they're they're not simultaneously uh, born at the same time.
3: I know. I think Solidus is not, but liquid and solid are. Okay. It's weird.
0: All right. All right. Um, yeah. So yeah, where it's he, Solidus is either the older or younger brother of the <laughs> two.
3: He's. I think he's. Um, but he
0: seems to. He's. He ages faster than the other two. No matter what. Yes,
2: but Solid Snake will also age faster in just uh, mm-hmm. a, a couple years. But Solidus was president for a while. He, is he was the right? president,
1: and now <laughs> okay. you're like Solid One. <laughs> okay. The former president. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great.
3: Wow. <laughs> so
1: this is. Fun to learn because this is the first Metal Gear Solid game I've played. I think I played Metal Gear. What? There was one that was like a two D. I think on the on PlayStation the, Store.
2: Well, there, there's like the there's the NES one. Um, NES. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think that's actually what I played, and, and I just dabbled with it uh, ten years or more back, and then this is. The Wait. So were you playing like an eight bit Metal Gear? What, Patrick, what is what is this game like? Is it 8 bit? I, I can't really oh, yeah. remember.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 on the, the original NES. It's just yeah. called Metal Gear. Uh it's mm-hmm. so it, it predates the Solid series. Um and it's the story it's like the original uh missions that Solid Snake goes on that like makes him the sort of like legend that he is at the beginning of the Metal Gear Solid series. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know and anything. then there
0: are Game Boy games. That are like the VR missions? Is that right? The, I'm just trying to go through all the 2D sol, uh, Metal Gear games.
2: Well, so the, the VR, there is, uh, on, on the original PlayStation, there's Metal Gear Solid, the VR missions. Um, right. But that, that's part of the Solid series. And, like, amazingly becomes, like, it, it when it was released, it was just, like, a, a series of, like, challenges, like, in, in yeah. the Metal Gear engine. But
0: then this yeah. game retroactively makes them all canon, which is
2: incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: super cool.
0: It's insane. It's insane. But then there is a Game Boy game. Uh I don't know the Game Boy game. Is is it a solid game or is it it, it might just be oh
2: god. It could be like I mean, a port of to... the
3: original NES one.
0: Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I I'm going to look it up. It, I think it's for Metal Gear. Um well it, it looks it, oh, uh Ghost ba- Ghost Babel. <laughs> okay.
3: I've heard of this but I don't know what it is let's so, count it as non-canon
1: <laughs> uh and yeah. maybe that'll be down the road in the games club they'll talk about <laughs> it. it's
0: one. it looks like it's an alternate continuity set seven years after the events of the original metal gear hell
3: yeah <laughs> the, the real game. metal gear solid metal <laughs> gear into the multiverse game, Boy color game though Well
1: to get into my history besides having dabbled in that one game This is the first Metal Gear Solid game I played all the way through I kind of intentionally played it without looking anything up to see how it stands on its own Just as a fun little thought exercise And I still haven't really read anything about the lore So besides the things I know from cultural osmosis like Snake is old sometimes and uh, people wet their pants Um, (laughs) I don't really know much about these games But I played this one all the way through, and I gotta tell you guys, I loved it. It's crazy. At first, I wasn't sure. I, I was having a really hard time with the controls at the start of this game, and I feel like the stuff mm-hmm. that I was supposed to do as Snake, where I was kind of supposed to be cool, I did not look cool doing <laughs> it. Um, I got to my end uh screen it was like i think i continued 39 times on very easy (laughs) um but we're not really here to talk about what i think about this game i want to kind of walk through the game uh talk about the cultural impact of it talk about the themes that's something that's important and also the gameplay and all the little secrets and easter eggs that are within so um patrick why don't we start with you what's your experience with metal gear solid 2 Metal
2: Gear Solid 2 is a game that I first played 20 years ago when it was originally released on the PlayStation 2. I was a senior in high school, um, and I played it over my Christmas break, and I beat it on uh, late Christmas Eve slash early Christmas morning. Um, and I have this memory of finishing the game in my bedroom where there normally wasn't a TV, so I don't really remember why there was a TV that I was like playing the game on on the system and staying up, you know, uh, just as late as I needed to to finish this game. I was approaching what I thought was the end and it was like 1130 and I was like, I'll be done by midnight. Of course, I was not done until like three in the morning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, that is also the last time I have played this game because it is such a singular experience uh, like or was such a singular singular experience. To 18-year-old me, that like I don't, I don't want to have another like time through this game. Um, it's so weird to reflect on playing it originally and not really understanding like the setup in my bedroom, but having a clear memory of it and <coughs> being like, are those artificial memories implanted in me <laughs> by a uh, 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 an AI that's controlling me to try and make me whatever? Um, I absolutely love this game, uh, and, uh, like, it confused the hell out of me when I was playing it originally, Um, but that didn't stop, you know, it from, like, resting in my brain forever, and then when the world started to reflect some of the themes that uh, Hideo Kojima is expressing throughout, like, misinformation, like, um, you know, protagonist syndrome, and people thinking that, like, all of these conspiracies are about them, but in reality, it's about the thing that's lying to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those like mind blowing things that uh, you just have to like go back into your experience of it to uh, be like, Oh yeah, it's, we, we knew this was coming. <laughs> Hideo Kojima saw it and he told us. Um, so yeah, no, I, I absolutely love this game.
1: Awesome. Um, I, ha- I want to talk about those themes too, because I was shocked. I had read um, just a little blurb saying that um, it predicted some stuff from the 2010s, alternative facts, fake news, things like that. But playing it now for the first time, it it's so ahead of its time and so weirdly prescient. I I was blown away. It um, It's the first time in a while where I've played a game and thought, this is something with true artistic merit this is this is forward thinking and postmodern on a level that i've not experienced in some time uh david how about you um what's your history with this game uh
0: so i played it so metal gear solid 2 and i think this was the case for a lot of people maybe maybe, more i'll say more people than i than you would maybe think metal gear solid 2 was my first metal gear game um i also played it for the first time 20 years ago um and uh i'm uh well we'll not say um but uh uh no i don't care but um I,
1: I played it 20 years ago. He really wants um, to reveal his was, age, everybody. He's just teasing us. I want to so bad. Do you can it. do, do, it. So bad. do, is it, do is it. it. Is it older than uh, me? You don't have to say. You don't have to say. <laughs> We're, we got to figure no, out no, who's not. the solidest, guys. Yeah.
0: I was in my mid-40s 20 years ago.
1: <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he really is solid. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: it's, I don't like revealing that I've aged very well. <laughs> um. and and yes it was my first metal gear game um like patrick i was immediately enthralled by it like must have you know must have done like an eight hour session to beat it um it was um i you know i had read a lot about the metal gear series and um was like had been trying to get my hands on the original metal gear game for uh some time but you know The nature of it being 2002 um sometimes you just like couldn't like (laughs) you just didn't get to a game store uh at a time when your finances and availability uh and it was and it was the number one game on your list like all three of those things had to coincide and if they didn't coincide in that trip to your game store uh it might be six months before you got another video game um so i wound up with uh, so (laughs) i had metal gear solid 2 before i had metal gear solid Um, played through it, was, um, in love with it, knew a little bit of the lore of Metal Metal Gear Solid. Um, like Patrick said, like, loved, like, um, the metal textual elements of it. Um, and, uh, you know, because I didn't know anything really, was not perturbed by the fact that Raiden is, uh, the main character for 90% of the game. Um, I've played it again, um... I think like once or twice in my teens. I think the last time I played it was, uh, was I did a run in college and then I did a, I started a run post college, um, sometime around the PS3 era. Um, and, uh, then, uh, yeah. And so, I, but I haven't played it in about 10 years now at this point.
1: Yeah.
3: Interesting.
1: Uh, uh Connor, how about you? Uh,
3: just like David, Metal Gear Solid 2 was actually my first Metal Gear game as well. Wow!
1: So am I the only one that
3: played Solid 1 before Solid 2? You're Sounds the only like real fan here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but uh, I also played this in high school. I had just gotten a PS3 and the HD collection came out. So I was like, I'll just grab that shit and just play it. Uh, I think most of 2 went over my head because I my it was just like such an ADD adult teenager it was just hard for me to focus through it like small things went through like um, mainly the, the end bits where you're getting the call from the AI kernel and it's starting to get infected mm-hmm. with the virus that so says a bunch of weird stuff to you that's the best also, part of the game it's so, it's so good <laughs> <laughs> and it's really creepy too like the mm-hmm. longer it goes on and you're running oh. around naked like it's bizarre <laughs> you can't yeah. do anything but pick up the phone and just I have love- them <laughs> <laughs> the
2: game is so modest it won't let you hang when you're naked he has to hold yeah. his balls the whole time
3: oh man it's at least you can cartwheel while doing it That's that is great true. yeah and when you punch you still have like one hand blocking your groin <laughs> well, again forward thinking for all the the micro out there i yes. appreciate it kojima <laughs> oh but uh yeah uh, no i also really like this game uh I think the last time I played it was about 10 years ago when I was in high school. And then uh, just this past week, Nick invited me on. So I decided to just blast my way through it. And I had forgotten so much. Uh, But I appreciate it more now, given, again, how everyone keeps saying. Very forward-thinking, very modern game uh, in terms of its storytelling and themes. Also, it just looks great, like on the HD collection. And even back then, just like the, the cinematics of it all. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I love this game a lot. I was very frustrated by the controls coming from more modern setups. But I think, again, story characters, just it pulls it through. You get immediately sucked in. Yes.
1: So on that note, why don't we talk a little bit about the chronology of the game and how it goes down. Uh, we open on the George Washington Bridge. There's a little first New York. Baby. Well, can, <laughs> New
2: York. <laughs> well can, can, can we go back? Cause arguably sure. the game starts before the game was even released. Um, Because, like, a big part of the game is uh, tricking you into thinking that it's going to be an extension of Solid Snake's adventures. So uh, in in reality, the game starts when we first see trailers for Metal Gear Solid 2 and when the advertising first starts. And it's like, yes, Solid Snake is back. Right. And so, like, that already starts. That's. People are playing before they're playing. We've got a death stranding situation going on. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. so like it's 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 important to remember that like Metal Gear Solid One was uh, a like a huge uh, culturally impactful video game. It was the the game that was like, look, we can actually do cinematic cutscenes. We can do uh, games that feel like movies, and they don't have to be um, campy like a Resident Evil game. Um, they can be uh, like real and legit and grown up and so uh the hype around the new game was huge and uh, everyone you know it was just it it was it was just huge hype which is where we need to start any conversation about where and where the game
0: how the game starts and if i recall correctly uh this might be my uh, this might be my you know my memory playing tricks on me but there was a demo right like there they, was a demo disc going around for yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2. Am I crazy?
2: There there was a demo disc that just had the, uh, not the whole thing on the freighter, but just
0: part of that. Um, just part of the freighter, yeah, right? So, yeah. That. So, we were also, see like, we
1: were playing the game as, as Solid Snake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, this is good to know. I think this is helpful to have you guys on here to talk about this. Connor and I are a little younger. I'm not going to give our ages away. We were born in the 2010s. Uh, but um, this, this is so interesting because something that uh, in reading about this game you can't help but ignore is the fact that it is controversial for having this protagonist switch. And we're going to get into that more. But for most of the game, you are not Solid Snake at all. And uh, I have to be honest, as someone who even kind of knew that going in, still my instinctual negative my my instinctual reaction was negative to Ryan mm-hmm. um and it does not help that so much of his dialogue is questions
3: it uh, yeah. i think that's really really good actually <laughs> <laughs> it works really really well ultimately
1: uh, uh I'm so sorry to interrupt it built up for me in a good way because His state of confusion more or less ends up being the point of the game. Exactly, Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, it does make him seem whiny. And also, I read that the actor, Quentin Flynn, he said he had a long time to prepare on this. He used another character voice he had prepared. He even said, you know, I'm doing like a gritty thing. It's not as gritty as Solid Snake, but I'm trying to be a grizzled war vet. That is not how he comes off at
3: all. He seems like a Disney character. He comes off as being really whiny and really dumb. Yeah. It's so good.
2: Which I I think is definitely the point, right? Yeah. Because uh, you're coming off of... Solid Snake, who uses the the alias Pliskin, so like acknowledging (laughs) the escape from New York, right? Like, um, and just just, like leaning into it and uh, being like, okay, that's our '80s action hero. Who is the action hero of today? And the dude's fucking name is Jack, and his girlfriend is named Rose. He's the fucking protagonist from the Titanic, (laughs) (laughs) which was intentional. I found out. Yeah, a movie Uh, which came out uh, four years before this game came out. So. You know, like, it's yeah.
0: topical, it, relatively topical.
1: Yes. Still the biggest movie in the world to that point, I imagine, right? Um, although...
0: Yeah, I think, like, what, Matrix had... Oh, I guess, I mean, even, it was bigger than Matrix, but, like, I think those were, would be considered the two huge well, movies.
2: Did did Phantom Menace maybe uh, crowd it out? It in,
0: had come out, and... I, I guess... Raiden got some Jar Jar. Th- are all three of those movies 99?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Titanic was 97, Matrix and Phantom Menace. Oh, right, one. right, right. Okay, so, yeah. But yeah. Um, a couple people called right in Jar Jar. Uh, which, boy, <laughs> that's still one of the meanest things you can say. Ouch.
2: <laughs> if um, anything, he, he's Anakin just from the next movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he is. He is whiny like a yeah. clones and on Anakin. Um, so uh, let's talk about... What happens in the game, and then we can we can branch off as we need to. Um, I wanted to mention uh, there's this first image, final image, synergy here. Start on the George Washington Bridge. It's cold. It's rainy. There's one person walking by, and on a statue of George Washington. There's people around. It's real footage, which is very strange, but it's hopeful, it's brighter, Um, which is also very weird considering the game came out two months after 9-11, but it's a hopeful America. Um, So we lead into Solid Snake, he is back. He is our hero. We're playing as him. And he jumps onto this tanker and he goes on this mission where he uh is uncovering the plot of this metal gear. Um Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> uh so I'm assuming then his character's established from the first game, and Otakon's established. This, this I did. I legitimately don't know, uh, especially about all this clone stuff that ends up coming in to the end of the game. <laughs> um, what is the actual backstory of
3: this character?
0: Oh boy! <laughs> What's it's the brief uh, version?
1: <laughs>
3: uh, Snake is a clone of Big Boss, who is the lead antagonist of the original games. Okay. And The
0: NES games. Yes.
3: And, uh, yeah, it's 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 so long. I think that's the shortest I can think of. Right. Someone might have something better. I don't know.
2: Well, just, just to uh, explain uh, Otacon for a second, um, he was one of the scientists working on Shadow Moses Island, which is where the f- uh, first Metal Gear Solid takes place. Um, Otacon, and I forget if this is explained in the uh, in Metal Gear Solid 2, is is short for Otaku Convention. So that's the first one, yeah. He, yeah.
3: he explains it to Snake, and Snake just goes, What? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but so, like, it's you know, if, if we're saying like this character who may lust over his
3: uh, sister, um, just remember, <laughs> just remember
2: he's a fucking anime dork,
3: right? <laughs> Wait, I mean, you know what? I just realized something, it's the other way around. It's the sister that's into him and he's just And he's just yeah,
0: she's like with it. Yeah.
3: she says, I want you to see me as a woman and yeah. he just goes, What? <laughs> Same thing, just like,
1: You're my sister.
3: That is so weird. And every Kojima really was ahead of his time.
1: He was. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has a crush on the sister. I didn't uh, explore some of this and we'll get into it with the Easter eggs, but apparently if you hold the um, microphone out when snake is trying to snipe her on the or snipe uh, and protect her on the bridge he you can hear a line of dialogue from him where he's like i wonder if i should talk to Otacon before i ask her out <laughs> 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 so insane um okay So we're on this tanker, you're sneaking around, you're killing people, you get- Oh wait, I'm
0: sorry. I think there's one more little piece of backstory we should just get into- Please. uh, About the Metal Gear Solid one. Is that, so Solid Snake is a clone of Big Boss. um, And there is another clone of Big Mm. Boss who is Liquid Snake. And the, I believe it is Liquid Snake got all the dominant genes of Big Boss and uh, Solid Snake got all the recessive genes of Big Mm. Boss.
3: But yeah, in the first game, Liquid keeps complaining. He's like, "You got all the dominant genes. Right. I received is genes."
2: But Liquid does not survive the first game. He no. uh, yeah. he is killed. Uh, but he also has his arm chopped off by Gray Fox, who is the cyber ninja. Um, and uh, I that's that's the last we see of that. Uh, oh no,
3: no, he uh, the yeah. arm, uh, Ocelot uh, it's arm Ocelot gets his arm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets Liquid's arm implanted onto him for reasons.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> so that's where this tanker scene leads to. You have a thing. You have to take pictures of a Metal Gear, which being which is being hidden in the, uh, the ship. Um, you have to sneak by these military men who keep turning and facing different projectors <laughs> at inconvenient times. <laughs> I got caught so many times. I was so
3: humiliated by that. I, I love it when the... <laughs> the colonel just like starts shouting directions as like in case like there might be an enemy there and everyone just turns. <laughs> oh, it's so
1: good. It's so <laughs> crazy. But all this leads to uh revolver Ocelot shows up unexpectedly. I think he kills the general and then um there's this hint i one of my first notes is what's the deal with ocelot's arm <laughs> his, yep. his it's arm a liquid is liquid snake <laughs> it's liquid snake and it's trying to take over his body or um change his mind in some way it's not clear in this <laughs> mm-hmm. scene he destroys the ship and then... Well, it's, it, it, it's, yes. it's
2: not clear, but he does speak with Liquid Snake's voice. It's so a like, di- yeah, it's a different yeah. voice actor. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure about that either. I wasn't sure if it was the same guy or not. That's so interesting to know. Um, so uh, the Metal Gear activates with Ocelot in it and ends up destroying the ship. And then we time skip. Uh, two years later, I believe, yeah. mm-hmm. picks up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden... Seems like Snake's dead. Uh, so we intro our actual protagonist for the game, Raiden. Uh, first thoughts, he looks cool. He's got this skull suit on. He has uh, a helmet that kind of looks like a bunny, but it's got a, a breathing apparatus in its mouth, which I, I learned is supposed to be a reference to the mystical ninjutsu, uh, the idea that you can perform magic transformations in japan if you have a scroll held in your mouth um but Hmm. takes the cool mask off really quickly and then he has an extremely different aesthetic to snake he was intentionally designed to appeal to women uh because a little girl wrote uh hideo kojima a fan letter that said please don't make me play as an old man (laughs) 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 so he is very feminine he has this white hair blue eyes he's very thin and his his bodysuit is uh revealing It um it really uh wraps those curves he thick uh Uh, the
2: the the great thing about this sequence is it is almost beat for beat exactly the way metal gear solid one starts um with an underwater infiltration and it's being narrated to you by the colonel and it's uh, basically you know it's the same kernel character or so we think at this point in, in the game um, and it's like kind of a separate because he's calling and he's calling uh, Raiden Snake mm-hmm. for the beginning part yeah, of the game yes. and then they uh, change his code name um, but yeah that uh it's it's very like mess with your mind. Who do you think you're controlling? So the reveal of uh, him taking that mask off is like genuinely surprising. Uh, if you're playing it for the first time and haven't you know, it, if you're playing it in 2001 <laughs> uh, and have never heard of this character Raiden before, um, it's uh, an awesome moment.
1: Yeah um so connor why don't you tell us a little more about what happens in the preceding moments here or, or the uh following moments rather so you are introduced to raiden you're on this plant um and what happens next how do we get to the first boss encounter
3: essentially you do yeah it, it, it's a sort of a similar thing of it following metal gear solid one again the intro where you come up you have to bypass some guards and wait for an elevator to show up uh, and you are unarmed essentially so same actually yeah same thing as muggers one which you know they get into later uh you go up the elevator honestly i just played this like two days ago but i'm already blanking out so badly
1: <laughs> so we start to meet other characters that are going to be introduced in the game as right in Raiden- journeys around you're still kind of figuring out what your mission is but you talk to um the colonel you talk to rose who we learn is Raiden's girlfriend who helps him save um with this confusing addendum and she's also like time, what his therapist his therapist uh isn't she something like that she's like the
0: uh doesn't she have like an official am i crazy or did i just because she like I thought she was supposed <laughs> to be like an analyst soothes him. thing yeah, yeah she's like an some kind of, like, person at the, at Foxhound or whatever. Well,
2: she, yeah, I mean, she's eventually revealed to be, like, a, a plant who, like, is only in his life because she was assigned to be. But uh, on, mm-hmm. on the mission, I believe that they just refer to her as, as an analyst.
1: Okay. Okay. Does the reveal that they have a relationship come later than, um i, I no, had a hard time tracking that i think it's i think it's, it's, I think it's right pretty away. early i think it's up. yeah it's
2: early because she never refers to him by his code name Is yes. always just calling him jack. jack what's the point of code names if we're not going to use them so no, ev- she
3: only calls him jack on the on their not, own communication when colonel's mm. involved then it's riding oh then okay all right oh
1: good to know yeah.
0: Yeah, radio bands are secure at all times. Nobody can
1: listen in. <laughs> it's <laughs> nano machines. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so we meet some characters that are gonna be around. We meet uh, Fortune, who is uh, a woman who um, is seemingly impervious to bullets. They just travel around her uh she's like that character domino from um deadpool 2 oh yeah uh she she has really good luck supposedly we kind of figure out later that's not actually true but um that's her (laughs) uh introduction and then she has a um boyfriend (laughs) oh that too oh she does she has a massive gun which i found very funny uh that also felt very anime um, but she has this boyfriend, a uh, character named Vamp, who shows up. Let's
3: is... talk about Vamp. <laughs> He's voiced by yeah. Phil Lamar. It's so fucking cool.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> love so cool. that. Amazing voice actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Patrick, why don't you tell us about Vamp?
2: <laughs> Vamp is my favorite character in this game um, because he does everything a vampire does all the way down to, like, basically flying and teleporting around the room and drinking blood. Um, <laughs> but is it? it is Important to know that he is not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> the well,
3: game okay. is very clear about this. So what, like hisses at people like a cat, you know, <laughs> <yes>. like that. <laughs> he's got he's got lo-
0: he's got long black hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks like uh, fuck. What's that guy's name? Um, Jared Leto in the upcoming movie oh, Morbius. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. not
3: right. a vampire. Yes. <laughs> Always has a shirt off or shirt open. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you do fight
1: him early on in the game and shoot him in the head. And for the rest of the game, he just has a bullet hole in his head. Yes. Which so I cool. thought was so funny. <laughs> just square in the center of his forehead. And he's back and he's alive and you fight him again. Um, we also meet another character. Uh, in this-
0: Wait, did we talk about why he's called
1: Van? No. Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you guys remember I don't. It's because he's bi. It's because he's bisexual, which I, I again at, when I played this game, I was like, what? Is that a thing? I mean, not 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 as bisexual a thing. But is the nickname Vamp a thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and
2: like as a as a kid in uh in high school who was questioning my own sexuality yep. at the time, uh, I was like I, what? Vamp? I've never fucking heard of this. <laughs> yeah. I did not know this trivia fact. I didn't know <laughs> But hey, I mean, uh, for bisexual representation, I will take it. Vamp rules. <laughs> Vamp fucking rules.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then we meet uh, another contact character and I'm going to have David tell us about um, this mysterious man named Iroquois Pliskin who shows up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so Iroquois Pliskin is uh, <laughs> this. It, um, I mean, should I just say it right away? I mean, Iroquois Pliston to to ride in is this this grizzled veteran who shows up who has his own business on Big Shell um, and is also Snake. It's just, <laughs> it's Snake. Um, I'm also dumb enough to when I was playing this game, I was like is this snake is he gonna reveal himself to be snake <laughs> like even though i was like even though i knew it was snake i was like what's what's the story here what's going on but uh, i think to i ride and ride thought. and has no idea yeah um yeah, and, it, and it's like is he friend is he foe mm-hmm. um but he's he's mostly friend
1: <laughs> yes he helps you out in the first mm-hmm. confrontation with vamp but i mean to let the audience know this this guy is clearly snake he he looks and sounds exactly (laughs) the same
0: Uh, he is but he's not wearing snake suit yes (laughs) he's wearing (laughs) army fatigues that's it's it's so
2: it's so funny because it's like Especially in 2001, there weren't that many voices, like voice actors in video games. And there, even today, yeah. is no more distinctive voice than David Hayter doing the Solid Snake voice. Yeah. <laughs> that like, yeah. the second the character talks, and he's got like a, like a ski mask down, right? Uh, for most of his introduction, so you can't see his face.
1: Um, but the second he starts speaking, you're like, that's obviously Solid Snake. You can't <laughs> lie to me. <laughs> uh, it's an amazing voice. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's an all timer. Yeah.
0: I think it's yeah. I mean, I you know, I I think it's to me. It's is is it the definitive video game voice? Like,
1: it's up, it's up there. there.
0: It's like him and Mario. Yeah. Like to me, are the first two like voices that I think like set the tone for like what is now like uh, like a very serious craft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It, it's it's Charles Martinet and David Hayter. If if somebody told me that. Solid Snake was the definitive voice. I wouldn't fight him on it because uh, <laughs> I, I hear the character's name and I hear that voice in my head. Um, and uh, so we've sort of introduced people. Now Raiden is trying to uh, stop a bomber. He, he meets another character, actually, but he's a minor character. Stillman, is that his name? Stillman.
3: Peter. Stillman. Peter Stillman. I love that character. He's only in the game for like maybe 20 minutes. He's great the the voice the performance yeah. is so good
1: yeah and he's this this um bomber with a a tragic past or he's like a bomb diffuser. is that bomb his? diffuser, yeah. yeah 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 he's
2: he's like the pre- he uh, uh, snake or er, pliskin even says uh he is the bomb disposal guy
1: yeah. yes yeah and he uh there you feed, <laughs> you meet your first uh boss of the game who has a a history with stillman fat man um, who wants yeah. to tell us about this
3: character? <laughs> Wait, can I rewind to the Stillman thing really quickly? Please, that backstory—I <laughs> forgot about it. So when I was playing it again, I couldn't tell if it was really tragic or both really funny. Of him, it's so, like throughout the game, he, you'll see him like walking with a cane. He has a limp, and he supposedly lost his leg in a bombing situation. He was supposed to deb- uh, defuse a bomb at a church. It blew up. It killed a lot of people, and he lost his leg. Uh, it's later revealed. That he did not lose his leg. He has been faking it his whole life because he felt so bad about failing to defuse the bomb and getting all the civilians killed. And all the people were, you know, yelling at him and insulting him and, you know, telling him, like, you're the guy. Why didn't you do it? <laughs> that he want people to feel bad for him. And so he decided So he faked to a limp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's revealed because yeah. uh, he has to go run and defuse one of the bombs that Fat Man has planted. Right, uh, it's just a special type. Um, but it, it, it's perfect. The,
2: like this is this isn't this is the, how the game is uh, incredible at storytelling and like theme crafting because we get uh, all of the themes uh, of the rest of the game. Uh, just throughout the relationship between Stillman and Fat Man, um, because uh, we're, we're getting a little bit of the like main character syndrome in uh, Peter Stillman. Yes, because he wanted to he yeah. wanted to make a tragedy where he did not suffer at all about him. Yeah. Uh, and so he like developed yeah. this like lie to make uh, something that was not about him about him.
1: That is such an interesting point. That's that's the kind of thing that I'm sure is much clearer in replays because for me, when I'm playing this game and I'm hearing this stuff, it's funny. It's funny uh, yeah. <laughs> as a reveal that, oh, this guy was faking this thing because he got all these people killed, but I'm still taking the story at face value at that mm. point. And mm-hmm. that, it really is... <laughs> Guys, I I almost feel embarrassed saying this, but this game really is about fake news. Like it's <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't
2: don't no, be definitely. embarrassed. It's expressly yeah. about it's expressly about there being too much information mm-hmm. and how bad information can surface because
1: there's a flood of unregulated information. I had to write the line down that comes out at the end because it informed the entire game for me. But uh I believe it's Rose she says uh after her evil reveal um we're not trying to control mm. truth. We're trying to control the context of it. And mm-hmm. that's what this game really succeeds at. It gives you different context for things. Even Snake's first mission, you find out that the circumstances are different. It It isn't just that he showed up there. A lot of things had been planted ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, I keep getting ahead of myself because I, I just beat it. and I, I loved it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Well, and it's tough because,
2: like, the, like I said, there's like echoes of the the reveals later on, and like the themes expressed later on uh, getting expressed here early. Yes, because we also get that yeah. in, uh, and we, we if, can we talk about Fat Man a little bit? Let's do it, please. So, Fat Man uh, was like a a bomb uh, prodigy, right? Uh, and he is uh, Stillman's protege um but like Stillman could never control this like kid who was just too good at making bombs he made a, a, a an atomic bomb when he was like 10 or something
3: yeah yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah um and uh you know Stillman has this like monologue about like um you know, I, I treated—I never had a son myself, so I treated him uh, like a son. Like I was passing on my bomb knowledge uh, to this kid, which again ends up being a theme of the whole game—is like, mm-hmm. what do you pass on to the next generation? Yeah. Um, but Fat Man, <laughs> uh, he plants bombs all around uh, the uh, big shell that uh, you have to go through and uh, deactivate by freezing them, um, and when you. F- Uh, freeze the last of the little c4 charges um it triggers the big c4 charges that can actually cause lasting damage to the the big shell um and one
1: of those explodes and kills stillman yes which i even this early in the game i was like is he really dead or is he gonna come back like snake he is really dead you do see his dead body (laughs) later in the game um But, uh, David, do you remember Fat Man? Do you remember the encounter with him?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on, like, a roof, and there are, like, a series of, like, um, shipping containers. And Fat Man rides around on rollerblades um, and, like, sneakily, like, sticks bombs on things uh, that I believe you have to freeze in real time. And then he's also wearing... Uh, A bulletproof like trench coat that covers him from toe to just like the top of his eyes or the bottom of his eyes. And so you have this very limited hitbox.
1: Yes. It's uh, like the Hurt Locker Bomb Disposal outfit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he's on rollerblades. And he also I think he has a a wine glass with a straw in it, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. The wine glass with the straw is psychotic.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: You can't, you can't reach it to his lips. Gotta have a little sippy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just love, um, like you think about like this game and like you think about like, you know, it's stealth when you play on the hardest difficulty. It's basically like you get shot or you get caught, you die. Like there's all that, you know, it is, um, you know, you, you know, you're using real guns. It's all this stuff. And then they just—I I just think it's brilliant to just have the most cartoonish bosses, like super big personalities, like. And um, and 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 one thing that um, you know we've talked about protagonist syndrome, but um, one thing that we haven't totally gotten into yet are two things. One is, um, Metal Gear uh, as a series, and Hideo Kojima's genius out of just like acknowledging that it's a game mm-hmm. and yeah. like. That it's a game and that people are playing it and Metal Gear Solid 2's um, taking that a step further and being like, this is a game and it is a sequel to a very popular, successful game that people have expectations about, um, you know, which is clearly being played into with, you know, the ride and intro and how it's so similar to, you know, the beginning of MGS1. Uh, but yeah uh, well and
2: and and about how is-
0: the uh the threat in this moment
2: with Fat man is still yeah. like in the realm of like explosives and yeah. nuclear weapons, right that like it's still dealing with the sort of like cold War threats yes. um, that the yeah. first Metal Gear Solid was dealing with, and we're not quite ready to uh like evolve into the 21st century like terrorism threats
1: yeah. right. By the way, um, on the note of Cold War in Russia, there's one other character that's introduced in the snake section that hasn't come up yet. And that is Olga, uh, who is... Uh, Patrick, who is she? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she is the daughter of
2: the uh, Russian general guy who uh, Ocelot kills. Um, and she is the leader of this... Are, are they... uh, current Russian military or former Russian military? I think they're like, it's a mercenary group. Okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. And they're just supporting Dead Cell, and Dead Cell is the group that is um, uh, former president George Sears, um, a.k.a. Solidus, (laughs) as we will discover, um, Fortune, Vamp, and uh, Fat Man. And presumably there were more of them together. Uh, Dead Cell was designed like to test anti-terrorism scenarios or something like that something and then like they that, yeah. and then they went rogue because uh, you know
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh did I answer the question what was the question you nailed it Perfect. <laughs> okay, um so uh as the game goes on she comes back um we okay, do yes. we do get a cyborg ninja uh appearance and this is a lore thing I read about. There, there is a previous cyborg ninja who looks very similar to her, but is not her. In previous games, is that right? Gray Fox, Gray Fox is (laughs) the implication at first that she is that character returned,
0: or do we know she's new? Well, it's the implication. I think is that it's oh yeah, the cyborg ninja. It's, It's Gray Fox. That it we think yeah. it's right ninja from metal gear solid one coming back yeah okay th- i mean that's that's what i thought when i when
1: i was playing this yeah. game 20 years ago okay so it's almost like a double tease for fans of the first one then that okay maybe snake is back and maybe gray fox is back too uh and then one of those things ends up being correct um so after you defeat fat man uh, th- sorry
0: i gotta wait. pause for a second because i just gotta i just realized something and i just want to check and see if this is true is it possible that Metal Gear Metal, Metal Gear Solid 2 came with like a bonus video or something that like describes the plot of Metal Gear Solid 1? Ooh. Because I knew all like I knew the whole story of Metal Gear Solid 1 when I played. I'm realizing that I knew the whole story. With like without having played it. I knew about Grey Five. I don't know if this is just because I read stuff beforehand or yeah, I don't know. I'll I mean, we'll, i do some side research. I, I wonder <laughs>
2: if uh, one of, like, the HD collections or something, if one of
1: those collections has, like, a, mm-hmm. a recap of, of the first game. I wonder. Wanted... It is interesting that the collection yeah. doesn't come with the first one. Um, 2, 3, and Peace Walker. It's so... I mean, it's it's such a different game, right? Because it's from uh, the, the
2: earlier generation. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like... It's still great. The original Metal Gear Solid is still great. But, like... Um, you know, it's a it is a low poly experience. Yeah, um, and uh, doesn't feel the same way as like two and three.
3: There was a a remake of one, but the reason they probably didn't put it on is because it's was stuck on GameCube. I think they oh, did uh, Twin yeah. Snakes.
2: Yeah, um, twi- Twin Snakes is wild. Uh, they re-record all of the voice acting and redo. Did they? Yes, that is insane. <laughs> yeah. Re-record all the voice uh, acting. That and- was yeah. Go ahead,
0: dude. Oh I was just going to say that was my experience with Metal Gear Solid 1 was playing Twin Snakes. Uh. Wow. It it also has a first person shooting mode where
2: uh was not in the original version of the game um which mm. absolutely breaks a uh Revolver Ocelot uh boss fight. Um <laughs> because the 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 way the fight works is like you're in a square room uh, and he just like runs to the opposite corner and shoots you from like off screen and so you have to like mm position yourself and kind of like wait um or you
0: can just go into first person mode and like shoot him in the head a couple times and it's over (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh Uh, i think it also includes uh in the psycho mantis fight it's updated so that he will say i see you've been playing pikmin too (laughs) oh that's
1: good oh i love that (laughs) that is great um so After the Fat Man fight, the game really starts to ramp up in the crazy department. (laughs) We meet um, who I guess would be considered the main antagonist, Solidus Snake. He uh, attacks you in a Harrier jet. Um, which is flying around and you shoot stinger missiles at it. I might be wrong on the chronology here based on my notes, so I do apologize if that's the case. Um, I just want to I want to make sure that we cover everything. Uh, but you do fight him. Uh, he ends up losing an eye. I, um, I want to shout out that voice actor because he's such a distinct voice. I believe the guy's name is John Saigan. I I'm, might be pronouncing it wrong, but I recognized him. From Knights of the Old Republic. He plays the Mandalorian Candorous Ordo. And immediately oh, that yeah. voice, it was so distinct. I loved listening to him talk. <laughs> yeah. And he has this um, powered battle suit. It's like half a Dr. Octopus. Thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he has two arms uh, that electrify you and choke you out. But it seems like... And shoot rockets. And shoot rockets. Yep. But he really They're likes multi-purpose. to people. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think I, what I like about that suit is there's a part in that Harrier scene slightly before where he hulks out. Like You just see his yes. muscles get huge. Yeah. It's, it's like, damn, he's dummy, dummy thick. Like, he got big. <laughs>
1: Uh, The other thing that happens around this point in the game is you realize that you have to save the president first you have to save uh, a guy named Ames I wasn't exactly sure who this character is, but you have to you have to sneak into a room and use the directional microphone on a whole room full of hostages. But just to save
3: one person just to find it, uh, I think he's like the secretary of defense or something like it's that. something like that. Yeah. OK. And yeah, use yeah. the, the directional microphone to hear his pacemaker. Yes. But then you find him. He immediately dies. Uh,
1: his his pacemaker short circuits. That's uh, what happened to him is revealed more later. But then you have to go and get the president. And what ensues was one of the strangest cut scenes I've ever seen in anything. The, you rescue the president, who immediately grabs Raiden's groin and says, Oh, so you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening here? Then he asks you to kill him. He does end up getting killed, not by you. But in one cutscene, the president of the United States j- just gropes you and then it dies.
3: I just want to say again, very forward thinking. President Trump also did the same thing. Hey, well, <laughs> That's well he hasn't
2: died yet. We're not that lucky. Um, <laughs> but. I mean, again, this uh, game came out in 2001, and we will get to an evil AI that is uh, named GW. So, like, okay, Um, (laughs) but uh, you know, uh, presidents prone to groping uh, people—you know—that's that's that's fresh in the memory in 2001.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that that happens. It's very strange. Um, I believe you have another fight. Uh, Oh, okay. Yes, so then the mission becomes, Oticon is reintroduced, he reveals that he has a sister, uh, Emma uh, Emmerich, who he calls E.E. E.E. And you E-E. need to go and save her because she has some, uh, she had something to do with creating GW, is that right,
3: this program? It's either that or to create arsenal gear, and you need to give her the disc that the president gives you that'll upload a virus that'll fry GW. Okay,
1: yes. Some of these specifics as a first-timer didn't quite stick in my brain because there was so much coming at me at once. I was kind of trying to figure out what was yeah. even happening. <laughs> uh, well, and near-
2: yes. nearly everything that you're told in this game at some point is revealed to be a lie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <that's> so sick. <laughs> so you go um, and you go to rescue his sister and. Um, and this was the point where the game was just going off the rails for me. I liked how crazy it was. But you go and you fight Vamp again. You get her. Does she wet her pants at some point? It
3: looks like it in the cutscene, which is exactly what happens in the first game when Otacon, when you when you save Otacon from Gray Fox. <laughs> um, what, where does that happen in her cutscene? Is it in her intro? I think it's when you first open the locker uh, as Raiden to take her out, which I did totally randomly. I was just searching lockers <laughs> for fun because I wanted to get like rations. <laughs> and then the cutscene played. I'm like, okay,
1: that works. So you meet her, and uh, she's also an actress from Knights of the Old Republic, Jennifer Hale, who played Bastila Sean I love those games. We
3: got to talk about those one of these days. Oh man, love I Jennifer love it, Hale. Too. Also,
1: again,
2: classic, she, yeah, classic voice a, actor. Yeah. yeah, totally. I was gonna say, yeah, Cortana, right?
1: Yeah, for a bit. Wow. Yeah, OG Cortana. Yeah. OG. So you rescue Emma, and then we'll talk about the swimming sections a little bit because we don't have to. (laughs) Uh, hmm. Is this a
3: thing that frustrated everybody because it was so annoying to do? Yeah, unreal. I think even just on released. I don't think anybody, no one liked this section. It was bad. It's already
1: hard when you're swimming by yourself as Raiden, and then you get her, and her... Um, she has her own oxygen bar, yeah. Yeah, and it's like ha- half yeah. of his, or maybe more than half. I mean, less than half. It's like, it's, it's so low. it's less. And you have to yeah. swim around with her on your back. It's really tough, um, which then leads into another section that is... Uh, this moment where you are trying to, she's trying to walk across a bridge, but it's like three bridge, different bridges, bridges exactly.
3: <laughs> and you're sniping yeah. and providing cover, and it's so long. It's really long, but I there's one thing I love, and that is that you can call Snake and be like Snake, I can't, I can't do this. The VR missions, they just don't do anything. He's like, I got it from here, and he's literally just destroying everyone for you. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: Wow. I didn't do it. He said, "You can call me and I'll help you out." I should have just tried
3: it. <laughs> I got really, I got really, really lazy about it, and I was like, "I don't want to," because I have to keep like popping like pentazamine to like steady the sniper scope. It's like this is too much effort, and yeah. so I just called him. Because
0: I, I think this is also where I realized snakes giving you the smokes too, because you can also use the smokes to steady to your calm hand. down. Yeah.
2: Oh, that that's deal. sick. Wow, good to know. So the I don't yeah. I don't think there's any video game that does uh, sniping sequences as good as Metal Gear Solid. Um, like the the sniper the fight against Sniper Wolf in the first one rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, this section, well, kind of an annoying. At least it's not the underwater escort mission that you just got through. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and the the third one has the the boss fight with the end.
3: Um, mm, the end. Oh my god, that was so. It's good so good and really funny.
1: Yep. Uh, he's the old man, right? L- yeah, oh, no. he's the old man. He's talking at me. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you need to move your car? <laughs> uh, I'm recording in the street. Uh, yeah, I've been lucky nobody was around for most of it. Um, yeah. So the thing with Emma is that even though these sequences were annoying, um, I actually liked the character i it might be jennifer hale is a great voice actress but she's just this kind of mousy girl who everybody has
3: a crush on and it's like
1: maybe i have a crush on this lady and then it
3: helps that she has (laughs) just the tiniest bit of charisma to her Mm -hmm. like when you come up to the door that's locked the level five door and she's just like bam yes Uh, it's just something (laughs) small like that i was just like all right i don't it's a character you meet for all of like maybe 20 minutes
1: yeah she's she's still men-sized but and then ends similarly to him and i was sad about it you get her to the end of this bridge sequence and she gets stabbed to death by vamp who returns i couldn't believe that she died i was like oh my gosh i um a modern parallel i would say uh is the last of us two um uh Character, I'm not going to be more specific than that. People will know who I'm talking about, Uh-oh. but someone who you spend a lot of time doing things for, trying to protect them, and then they die. And it's like, oh my gosh, it, it, what a bummer. Um, but that leads into maybe <laughs> the funniest moment in the game for me Otacon's moment of grief. Um, that actor was really growing on me. I was like, okay, I like the way this guy delivers techno babble and stuff. He's kind of a good in your ear. And then he gets sad about his sister dying. And I actually started laughing. <laughs> he was I so pathetic.
3: His performance is really good. But when he has to cry, yeah. it. It yeah. sounds like like he's just wailing, and it sounds really bad.
1: Oh, and then he has a reveal. He's like, my dad killed himself, and that was my fault too.
3: Because my stepmom seduced me, and it kept happening over and over and over again. Really? It's a rough turn for Otacon. It's a,
0: it's a rough turn. It's also, uh, again, like, even in, like, 2001, 2002, like... It was well established that Hideo Kojima was uh they were just like, oh yeah, he's a pervert. <laughs> and, like and I mean, it's funny too, because like I think about like he it was well established that he was a pervert, but you know, it's been 20 years now. I've never heard any stories of him like behaving inappropriately with, with people. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. truly like it was that I it was like that plat- platonic ideal of pervert from the old days where it's just like <laughs> oh yeah like you know Hideo Kojima like he's gonna put he's gonna put a poster of a girl in all of his video games and if you touch the boob it goes boy <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's like it was There's like it was so truly many in milk your Solid too <laughs> yeah um again I, I I'm scared to talk about this because I know like it's like it's gonna turn out to be something where it's like well are are you crazy? Like there was this, 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 and this, or like, or somebody's gonna be like, Oh, but do you, have you forgotten all these like really gross things he did? But like, it just felt like he just liked doing weird shit. Like, like,
2: (laughs) yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think if anything, he's like a a provocateur. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that is at least as far as we can tell, uh, Constraint or like is just in his art and not in like the man as a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, if something does come out about him where it's like he's been a, an active creep this whole time, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we we ignored signs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sure. mean, there's.
2: What 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 is the name of the character in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five? The one who like wears no clothes. uh, Her name's
3: Quiet, I think. Quiet, and and it's an actual model. I think her name is Stephanie Juiston. They went and they mocapped her face, and then just plastered it on like um, a three D (laughs) model. Like, all right, we're done here. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and like the the justification is that she breathes through her skin or something like that. So she has like
3: plant clothes. DNA and that's how she breathes yeah, in right. oxygen. It's something silly like that. Yeah, that's weird.
1: That's really weird. And I I think um this is an osmosis thing. Do pe- did people end up liking that character? They thought she was kind of interesting uh or or is it just bad? Some people do.
3: People <laughs> like People who aren't creeps about the character.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were there yeah. There are a lot of people who took off their monocles and they said, "I going to look I'm going to look into this. She's actually there's kind of a, yeah, deep, deep deeper here. <laughs> yeah, there's more to her. I mean, the the, the the funny thing is that like
2: the justification almost makes it worse. If you were just like, I don't know, I wanted to put a hot babe in the game and it's like, okay, fine. Do you want
3: to you know? Know what makes that even funnier is that I think it was on Twitter that Kojima posted this. He was just like, "When you find out like why Quiet is yes. just the way she is, will you be ashamed of your words and deeds?" Oh, come on! It's like <laughs> <quote like that. laughs> come on! <sighs> and then that comes. Then you know the game came out. People found out, and then they just you know they just made that into a meme. And it's still just so funny.
2: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'll, and yeah, and please. it's it's also not like uh, we don't get the sort of reverse of that in like you know, Raiden is a total female gaze mm-hmm. uh character, right? And like yeah. that we spend a, a period of the game where again, where he is just butt ass naked, uh <laughs> holding his dick and balls in his hands. <laughs> um like, you know, it's he he's uh he's go he's he's hitting everyone.
1: So on the yeah. note of Raiden, this is something I read he was supposed to be weirder. Does anybody know this? He was supposed to... They, they described the initial uh, design for the character was he was going to be a creep and a weirdo who was supposed to lick bird poo <laughs> off of the ground. <laughs> I was like, how, how would that have been a, a good part of his character? What would be the point of that? I, I'm sure someone you know, said
3: I, that. I, let's come back to that later. Okay. I, I, th- I think... There's an explanation for it. It just might not be a good one. Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs>
1: so, Emma dies, Otakon's sat. it's very funny, um, and then <laughs> uh, pretty close to this is where we enter this naked section, uh,
3: where Raiden ends up getting captured. Um, Wait, sorry, I want to rewind one last thing from yes. the Emma section, because we can't skip over it, because it's, it's too powerful a scene, and it's where Otakon <laughs> and Snake do their handshake, and then hug it out like bros.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they go way back. They faked his death together, I mean, come
3: on. It's, I don't know why, whenever I watch that scene it cracks me up, but I, I feel like very heart warmed by it. It's, it's very sweet. <laughs> but then, all these
1: double crosses start to happen. Snake himself, double crosses you he's like i never said i was on your side and then olga comes in she turns out to be the cyborg ninja they capture Ryden. he's strapped naked but then olga says she gives you a hint that maybe she kind of is on your side but you're gonna have to wander through this facility naked uh in order to get your stuff and get out of here
3: and so she kind of reveals pretty immediately like why she's gonna help you
1: Yes. Uh, what's the justification for that again? Oh, uh, basically, she's
3: working for the Patriots to help Raiden succeed in capturing Arsenal gear because they have her daughter. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh-oh, I turned my video off.
2: <laughs> and if, if, uh, if Raiden dies, then they kill the daughter.
3: Yeah, and they'll know he dies by because they have
1: his machine vitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I guess it, I because I have it in my notes, it must have been revealed by this point who the patriots are.
3: Um, anybody want to take <laughs> a, a a crack at explaining this? can I, I'll I'll just say one thing really surface level again, because I think it's it's kind of funny, but it does, again, so modern, mm-hmm. but this sort of idea of a deep state, yes, controlling the yeah. world from the shadows. it is so cool. <laughs> and again thinking of it in the modern context just it makes me laugh. okay
1: the president says it i remember now he mentions i'm the president but i'm basically just a figurehead i have no power there are 13 people who secretly control the entire u.s government they're the ones behind everything there's a shadow government
2: the lolly exactly. lolly lo <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> i love it <laughs> and it is modern uh quick aside here, um, I spend some time on the old conspiracy boards. <laughs> Don't like them. Oh, no. Facebook? <laughs> Facebook. Uh, a lot of Reddit conspiracy. And um, it's awful. And it, the the reason that I go to it is because I'm so fascinated by the brainwashing that happens with these people. Uh-huh. But because I've spent so much time on there, this was the thing uh, that really hit me of, wow, this is predictive of the future. Everyone has on these boards this main character syndrome their lives are so boring they need to imagine that something like a shadow government exists because the surface level world can't possibly be all there is and that's why they bring up the red bull stuff with the matrix and totally ignore the point of those movies um not to mention the fact that they never talked about the trans allegories um and this uh this idea uh, Ocelot so says it to Solidus, um, everything you've ever done in your life is scripted. I see that so much in what these people talk about online. They're so convinced any war that happens, any government interaction, it's scripted. Politicians are just playing a role. They're literally actors. Um, and I was really blown away to see that.
0: Well, what what's really funny to me about this, and it actually, this all ties into Metal Gear in a weird way, is... Um, You've probably seen this meme going around and it it, it really does have like a, a lot of bearing in fact, which is they're like every conspiracy theory is false, mm. except for every conspiracy theory about the CIA or the U.S. military, <laughs> yes. which if almost every single conspiracy theory that has been put forward about the CIA or the U.S. military has later been proven to be true. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because um, I recall when metal gear solid 3 was announced and they said it was going to be taking place in i believe the late 70s people were like wait these games are about advanced technology and you know all this stuff and i remember kojima very like very confidently and very casually just saying well you know it's well known that the military at any given time has technology that's 15 years beyond what uh, what we think the technology of that time was. Um, So I'm not too worried about like making it seem too archaic. Um, And (laughs) it's just like one of those, it's like, once again, Kojima almost in his own weird way, you know, 20 years ago being like, yeah, they're actually, you know, every conspiracy theory about the military and the CIA is true. Yeah.
1: um, (laughs) This game certainly points in that direction. Um, And I can see it. Uh but here, um, unless anybody has has to rewind, um this is when when Raiden is naked, he gets into the real meat of the game where things really go off the rails in the most creative way. When the walls of reality start to break down, you're just running around. You're trying to hide from guards at first, but then you start getting these calls and the Colonel is calling you. He's becoming increasingly erratic, saying very strange things.
3: Uh,
1: He's losing his goddamn mind.
3: (laughs) One of (laughs) my favorite things he said, I was replaying this, uh, I think yesterday it was cracking me up. Is when he calls you and says, Hey, uh, I'm sorry I made you pay for lunch the other day. (laughs) It's just I was out of money and uh, I just wanted to apologize. (laughs) And then just immediately hangs
1: up. Um, And then uh, even the way that the game is presented starts to shift. Uh, At one point, there's just a, a little video of a woman sleeping on a chair, which after this Kojima talk, does give me a little more pause now <laughs> doesn't seem quite as innocuous
3: um but the <laughs> or the other good one just goes right and turn off the game yes right yes. yeah. turn
2: <laughs> off the game yeah. it well, doesn't and-
3: matter nothing's real turn <laughs> it off
2: yes this is a game and you know like that's uh Riden's only response to any of this is like the vr training blah, blah. Mm. um so like the uh, world of the game and the world of the VR training are like butting heads here at this,
1: yes. Um, making yeah. me think in the moment, are we leading up to a reveal where he's been in this VR thing this whole time? Is this some kind of black mirror? Doesn't go that way, at least uh,
2: it think. kind of does a little it bit, kind of does, yeah.
3: and you can sort of see it just in the way it continues to escalate, yeah. Uh, just in like. Like it really does ramp up and start to go bonkers in sort of uh, the story and like just the places within arsenal gear. You, it's weird.
2: Well, there's uh, my my absolute favorite moment in the game is like we're we're right there. Um, It's uh, when you meet back up with Mm -hmm. Snake and he's got your gear, um, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna get through this together." So you now now you're no longer naked, Um, and you're going to go into like a a, a battle, um, and Snake's like. If if you run out of ammo, uh, I can lend you some of mine. Oh yeah, and and then he points to the bandana that he's wearing and goes, "Infinite, Infinite ammo." ammo because that was a <laughs> fucking power up in the first game yeah. that if you, yeah. if you beat, uh, I forget which of the paths, there's one where you uh, like give up during the interrogation and one where you uh, like resist. Um, but where you get this bandana and then you know, on your second playthrough, you have infinite ammo. So like he is acknowledging the video gaminess of his reality wow. by pointing to this yeah. bandana it's that it's gives so him infinite
1: cool. ammo. It's incredible. I,
3: I didn't know what he meant when he said that. That is so funny. Uh, and fun fact, Nick, I think in Metal Gear Salter, you can get an infinite ammo bandana. Oh. It's in that or like one of the other games. Oh, I love that. It's very fun.
1: So you do meet up with Snake. You go into this big fight with all these ninjas jumping around. Everybody has katanas at this point. And then uh, another fun game breaking thing is you keep getting these premature mission failed screens, but it says fish and mailed. And then you're you're actually still playing the game. That was shocking to me. But in a little bubble at the top of the screen in a corner. So good. It's wild. Um, And this was where. Raiden's character really became codified for me in a good way where he finally stops asking questions and starts taking a little bit of, um, I don't want to say personal accountability, but he's like finally starting to find his place in the world, which ends up being the theme of his character, what he's going for. He says things like no matter where I go, I get used and the deception was my own, not theirs. He, he, he self actualizes towards the end of the game. Um, And part of that self-actualization is
2: a gameplay mechanic in the sword, right? Because uh, Snake gives you this sword, which uh, is basically a gift from Olga that she was wielding it before, right? Um, And then, like, through the rest of the game, you have this sword, and you're going to use that sword in the final boss fight. Um, And that's a fucking thing that Solid Snake never does, right? So, like, this is the first time in a Metal Gear game where you're swinging a goddamn sword around, because that's what Raiden is. That's
3: his
1: thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. snake does have a line where he's like i'm not That's really a sword call. guy
3: blades aren't his thing <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah interesting uh and so after this fight then we get to the 40 minute long cutscene, um the big reveal essentially and then the bigger reveal yes david do you remember this section
0: um now is the big i'm sorry is the big reveal that the general the colonel's not real right that's the biggest reveal i think oh that's i'm sorry fuck all right we'll mark this down we'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it in order uh connor walk us through it remind uh, there I, there are like eight reveals yes. and i they're all together with me there's now, so, so many yeah.
3: reveals actually no. there's like <laughs> three big quote-unquote big reveals <laughs> uh essentially what happens is after you do that big uh fight uh in that big room with all the ninjas and the weird fake failed mission uh screens you go into another room and the way it looks again we keep getting like deeper and deeper into like futuristic sci-fi looking rooms yeah uh but you encounter uh fortune again who we didn't really touch on too much but i really really like this character and really like the voice actor <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> really great. good um mm. but essentially snake just says i'll handle her you go on And so Raiden starts climbing this ladder, and you just see Snake start screaming and shooting a machine gun, being the most American man on board that entire (laughs) facility. And you climb up, and you have a cutscene with Solidus, who basically says, yeah, I don't need you anymore, it's time to die. And you are in the most, like, cyber place possible like the floor is like glowing you destroy you're you basically
2: like... in tron at this point <laughs> yeah yes. and
3: essentially yeah. back to the vr thing it looks like you're just in like an actual like video game of a video mm-hmm. game yes. and you start yeah. uh fighting a bunch of metal gears and you start destroying them the stinger i think you have to destroy like six or seven Se- and then six um... or seven yeah
2: it's incredible though cuz like that's you know the big boss fight moment from the end of Metal Gear Solid 1 yeah. is you it's you yeah. versus a single Metal Gear mm. um a Metal Gear Rex um and you know you're taking it out by like shooting it in specific points with a stinger missile um and then this game is like all right that times 3 cuz <laughs> you're fighting 3 of these things yeah. at a time and then like one goes down and another one jumps yeah. up to take its place. Uh, what it's, is
3: really funny about that too cuz I I had forgotten how many you actually have to fight but earlier I think Olga tells Raiden how many Metal Gears are on board. And it's 25. 25. (laughs) I I knocked down like five and I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to take forever. And I remember it taking a long time when I played it in high school. But then I killed the sixth one and it goes to the cutscene. Raiden's really tired. He's about to get stomped by Metal Gear. And then Olga comes out. And for some reason, the Metal Gear doesn't crush them. But she he's like telling her to leave and just run away and go find her daughter, essentially. But she says, if you die, she dies. And then Solidus grabs her with his weird Doc Ock <laughs> appendages. And what was actually surprisingly brutal just, like, shoots her in the head. Brutal. I yeah. had forgotten what that scene looked like. And I was genuinely shocked. My jaw <laughs> dropped. I, I don't
1: t- say that lightly. He is choking her out and just shoots her in the head with a P90. Like, oh, my gosh. And it, it's, like, bloody. <laughs>
3: Yeah, the blood, like, explodes out the back. I was like, oh, my God. I thought she just gets shot in the chest or something, but I I just forgotten. Uh, but then you get uh, knocked out, and you're taken on top of Arsenal, where Solidus reveals that he only wanted Arsenal gear to get access to GW so that he could find out the identity and location of the 12 Patriots. Of the Patriots. And that he was yeah. going to give Arsenal to fortune who wanted to nuke everything so everyone else could die because she can't die she's she's very depressed that's one of her things about the game is that everyone she's ever loved in her life is dead and that she's just stuck to keep on living and she can't die because well the whole bullet thing she is the daughter of vulcan raven right no her or her father is the famous father the the ship the colonel the army colonel who dies in the Beginning tanker mission. No, 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 that, not Olga. That, that, oh, oh, no, 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 that? no, there's two. There's the oh. Russian general, <laughs> and then there's the American one who's giving the presentation mm. on Metal Gear.
1: Okay. Fortune is the American general's daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting.
3: I, I totally... And that's why she's that. mad at Snake. She thought Snake killed him on board it. when it was actually Ocelot. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's revealed that Arsenal is like, despite... Seeming very powerful is, like, super weak because it's just, like, you you know, Solus explains, yeah, this thing needs 25 Metal Gears to protect it. and It needs to be armed with missiles and nuclear bombs to function. Like, this is useless. And then Ocelot comes out with his big reveal. <laughs> which is essentially saying that everything that's happened during the Big Shell incident and Arsenal Gear has essentially been scripted to yeah. help the Patriots create a simulation that can show that anybody can become solid snake or solid le- snake and okay or like a legendary soldier that's why everything is so similar to the shadow moses incident
1: yes which i thought was genius even as someone who hasn't played the first one it basically is giving them a way to retell the same story it's that that uh, old idiom new but different um that's it th- Now it even makes more sense knowing that the opening with Raiden is the same as the opening from uh, MGS1 because it is the same. It's planned that way and it it just plays into it's so multi-layered with how the game is already telling you that it is a video game and now it's telling you why it's the same video game
2: right and and ocelot like draws all of the comparisons like super explicitly is like yeah the first time we had a cyber ninja we arranged for olga to be this cyber ninja the last time there was foxhound now we've got dead cell um it the last one took place on an island this is an island that we built um so like (laughs) it's 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 very cool to like see him walk through and like show all of the different parallels Yeah. yeah
3: And then the and the one thing for, I love is they keep saying the only thing we didn't account for was the actual solid it, snake. Hell, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, if, if it wasn't for that pesky kid,
3: <laughs> snake is. I so... forgot
0: that that was the order of the reveals. Yeah, I mean, what an insane thing! And again, we talked about it uh, earlier a little bit, but um, just the the full acknowledgement that a this is a game and b this is a sequel, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and all the different ways that that manifests.
2: Yeah, and it's it like. It uh did you guys uh watch Matrix Resurrections?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um like
2: I, I was getting a lot of Metal Gear Solid 2 vibes watching that, that like the whole thing is this like reluctant sequel of like uh dragging these same people through the same shit again. Um and I just I I don't know, this is like the one of the most like justifiable canny sequels
1: like ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I just love it so much. Also on that yeah. point about Snake coming back Snake is not quite a bit of this game, after all, and uh, I think if I had been a fan at, in the same way, also to draw a Last of Us two comparison, uh, main character being sidelined very quickly, at first it's annoying and it's depressing and sad, and but if you play the whole game, you get enough i think i mean i was really happy in yeah. the moment when snake is just shooting everyone while you're playing with the sword it was so cool i was watching him because he was killing it's everyone super cool
3: <laughs> it also there's a part where well he loses his fight to fortune he comes up handcuffed and then uh as yeah. ocelot is about to kill everybody with uh i don't know if it, i think it might be metal gear ray at this point like another one yeah, on top of raised. arsenal gear mm-hmm. yeah yeah Liquid's arm takes over <laughs> and he starts speeding, yeah. speaking with a British accent. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like... Well, there's stuff in between, but a bunch of bombs go off and essentially Liquid <laughs> reveal... Or, the, or Liquid, Ghost Liquid reveals that he chose Ocelot because he's close to the Patriots because he also wanted that information so he could kill <laughs> the Patriots because he was also tired of being controlled. I This is they so want, good. They all
0: want that Patriot <laughs> smoke. I mean, and they're... I, I, There's also um, uh, one more element to all of this, which is the first game uh, or Metal Gear Solid One in particular is obsessed with genetics, Mm -hmm. right? It's like Liquid is obsessed with genetics. He thinks that he's the uh, like the runt of the litter, Mm -hmm. and you know, there it's it's obsessed with genetics. And then this game again is a is this own interrogation of that by being like. Eh, we think we can make a solid snake just through circumstance, like it's, it's you know, it wasn't nature. I mean, it it wasn't nature yeah, yeah. the entire time, it was nurture.
3: A they also weird talk kind about of, how they talk about the genome project and the patriots suppressing yeah. like thousands of genes, which is great, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, and but it's yeah.
2: it, it's like right here where we start to like pivot, uh, from like, um. The power of genetic memory to the power of like memetic memory and like cultural memory. Mm, yeah um, Which will end up like being part of the resolution of the story, too um, Oh shit, there was something I was gonna say about uh, is it the
3: part where salt snake literally f- Snaps his fucking handcuffs <laughs> and chases after liquid jumping into the water. <laughs> oh, yes
2: Actually, th- this was sort of it that like they didn't account for in the simulation uh, They didn't account for the original solid snake um, and it seemingly didn't account for liquid snake either. Right. Mm. Um, Yeah. And so I love, I love that these two whose code names, by the way, solid snake and liquid snake are obvious references to shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) To, to, to taking a dump. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that that they both end up being the uh, proverbial uh, turds in the punch bowl, like, spoiling the plan. It's so, like, I, I, Kojima is so smart and so dumb at the same time that, like, <laughs> yeah. he can have all of this, and it's like, uh, it's still kind of all revolving around shit references.
3: Every Metal Gear game has someone with diarrhea in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. That actually leads to something that I was thinking about From about the halfway point on, definitely with the Emma section, I was like, man, Raiden feels like the B story in a movie, but we're watching that instead of what we should actually be watching. And I got that sense basically all the way to the end. But the more it happened, the more I liked it because it was so different. I like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, Snake's off. At one point he calls you and he's like, I'm trying to get the Metal Gear right now. You're like, what? Why am I walking this lady around and trying to swim with her on my back? This is not important, really. Um, But that's the point. That's the point of his character, I think. Uh, And I, I love that. And so all of this this giant cutscene with all these reveals it leads to a small quiet moment with uh Raiden versus Solidus on top of what's the building with the George Washington statue in front of it uh Liberty Island? I mean, yeah.
0: Well they they were they they call it the
2: oh, Federal Oh, the building. George Washington statue yeah. in front of it. Oh right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they fight on this big building um well th- this thing crashes yeah. into New York City
2: again. It yeah. comes out in November of two thousand one.
1: <laughs> and was heavily edited. Yeah. There was a cutscene with it crashing through, much more. Um, there was a lot of stuff. This game was originally supposed to be called Metal Gear Solid 3 as a reference to the three tallest buildings in Manhattan.
2: Holy yeah. shit. And Whoa. so they
1: made some big edits, um, because it kind of wraps up pretty quickly uh, I- around that time, uh, so ish. <laughs> you do have a fight, yeah. right in versus Solidus. He's got two swords. You have one sword. <laughs> you fight. I. What
3: <laughs> He's got he rocket boots. Wait, I want to rewind one, <laughs> please. <more time. laughs> <I'm> sorry. Because <laughs> right before that fight is the biggest reveal. Yes. With the with the AI calling you, it calls you during the fight. Uh, right. I- I thought it was right before because Solidus explains that the reason he wants to kill the Patriots is because he wants people to be truly free again. And that's sort of his big thing. And then you get the call from the Patriots or the, the AI system that explains to you like, yeah, we can't let you be free because you are all too stupid and too reckless to do it. And the entire point of the Big Shell incident was not to create soldiers like Snake, but to prove that under the right circumstances that you can manipulate people easily and, again, control that flow of information and uh, sort of form culture and, like, personalities.
1: That's where Rose mentions um, this line about convenient half-truths that you can give Mm -hmm. people. You're not censoring, but you're directing the flow of information. That's kind of the way they phrase it. and uh it gave me chills it was really good and this is all uh like covering um this happens after this reveal that ai started in the white house 200 years ago as this primordial ooze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is so crazy but then that line happened and i almost <laughs> forgot about it uh, the reveal and it almost doesn't matter you know these you're talking to two ais the whole time um So you have this confrontation, Solidus, uh, he dies, he falls off the building and onto the George Washington. And this is,
2: this is where he gets, uh, this is the, the payback for shooting Olga in the head so graphically. Cause, uh, Raiden, right. When he beats him, it's like a real, real ass samurai move (laughs) where he just like slices his back and there's a fountain (laughs) of blood. So (laughs) just erupts. It's incredible. so
1: much blood. He falls and dies and the game ends with snake uh monologuing with all this real life footage of new york where he essentially tells raiden to now's the time to find himself uh he says you get to decide yeah. it's up to you
3: um <laughs> oh man There's, so he pulls out those yes. dog tags right what did you guys do you remember at all what you may have put for your names I, on the on the dog I tags? Put kick nastanza <laughs> i like that uh me because i'm now a modern male and i can write whatever i want i just wrote big chungus and <laughs> i was from albania and so you can see the name on the dog tags i didn't expect it i was just like it was like a little surprise i was like, cracking up and then right throws him in the water and i got really sad <laughs> really just throws him away great <laughs> big chungus <Chinese. laughs> yeah.
1: uh, patrick what do you put
2: do you remember? No, I mean, I, I probably put, I probably put Patrick. Patrick. I probably put
1: my name. David, any you, you do yeah. any bits in there? Same. That was probably, probably my name. No. All right. No. Apparently, if, yeah, I'm the only really immature. Uh, one. If you put any of the developers' <laughs> names, including Kojima. Um, something else happens i think i think when you initially select it it's like oh it fills in their birth date automatically
4: oh cool
1: um so that's pretty much it we get this orchestral theme that's very beautiful i really loved how that came back it's very militarized at the start and then um it's it's kind of quiet you see lots of shots of new york um especially taking in the context of when the game came out and this hopeful thing I was I was feeling it. It it, it got me just a, a little bit emotional here.
3: Um, Ryden well, and, and Rose, dude, talk about having a baby.
1: Yeah, I don't know what was <laughs> yeah, happening we, uh, with that. Nice. It was she a real person after all. She I, yeah.
3: was. I, I think what happens is like partway through the game, she's stop, you can't really call her, but it's, you're calling like the AI Rose because they're saying that even the image of the Colonel was like manufactured because of something in with his brain. In the nano machines. It's very confusing.
2: Yeah, it's it's like the the image of the colonel is constructed from his expectations of that oh. character.
3: Oh.
1: Okay, so at the start of the game
3: they are real people. I, I think Roses, no. but not the Colonel. Well, Colonel's Colonel's. Colonel's not. not real at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Rose is because she was also being controlled by the Patriots. Yes. Interesting. Uh it, that
1: that's pretty much the end, right? Am I missing anything? Well,
0: well, then there's the... No, go ahead.
2: Isn't
3: there one it's last big credits. reveal? Oh, yes, there is. Yeah, but hold yeah. on. But, but
2: before we get to that, I do just okay, want to yeah, shout yeah, yeah, yeah. out how, how good uh, Snake's, like, monologue is mm-hmm. um, towards the end of this thing where he's just, like, telling uh, Raiden that he needs to, like, make his own choices and, like, set his own priorities uh, and and live his own life. Yeah. Um, I, I was like rewatching the end of it uh this morning just to like kind of get re-caught up on it cuz I remember it being great but I didn't remember like the specifics of it. Uh and one of the things he says is we need to pass <clears throat> sorry, we need to pass the torch and let our children read our mesh- messy sad history by its light. <sighs> um which is just some like incredible profound yeah. shit. Uh I, I, it, it's so good.
3: And Snake saying it so it's even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool. He oh, oh, yeah. says so unlike Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Anything said by David Hayter in that voice—it's yeah. like at least like fifty percent. It
1: is cool and it is profound. Yeah. It's it's a really special moment. Uh, David, were you going to talk about the end credit reveal here?
0: Oh yeah, well, I was yeah. <laughs> so so uh, and again, uh, it's been a long time since I played this game. But the end credit reveal is that they've they've got the names of the Patriots. They finally have these people figured out.
3: And they all died 200 years ago. What was that? (laughs) So weird. I think it gets explained in four, but it is like behind like two hours of cutscenes in a single chapter that just keeps going.
1: Okay. It is so funny though, because Otacon calls Snake and says that at the end, and the last line of the game is just Snake going, What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um,. To be continued. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So that's me in 2001 at two o'clock Christmas morning.
1: (laughs) So we are wrapping up here. I want to talk about two more things really quickly. First, I want to know what everybody's favorite Easter egg is. Um, David, you have one or like any kind of secret thing you can do. Uh, I I got one back pocketed. I'll I'll just start off because it's very funny. Um, you can mm-hmm. uh, when you first meet Snake as Fliskin, you can shoot him with the tranquilizer gun, and then if you call him, he picks up and it's just him snoring. <laughs> I thought that was so <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, you got anything?
0: Yeah, uh, there are some beautiful ones. I I think. Um... I mean, I, I love the uh, – it's so dumb, but I, I love that they, like, put cigarettes in this game and gave them a use. Like, It, again, feels like a, a, a real relic of uh, of the time. I also um, – uh, the little Vulcan Raven that you can – Oh, uh,
3: yeah. That
1: yeah. will
0: start shooting at you. What's that? Um, so there's this boss in Metal Gear Solid 1 who is the, like – yeah. yeah, And uh, Pat and I thought he was I uh, thought it was Fortune's dad because he's this big guy who carries a rail gun. Mm. Um, and there's like a uh, there's a doll of him in the tanker. Um, and I think it's if you uh, if you shoot it, it starts shooting BBs. Uh, <laughs> And so it's just like this, like cute little thing. And 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 when you first approach it, you see a shadow that looks like him, and it turns out to just be a flashlight, uh, pointing oh. at this doll.
1: And Snake just goes, "Vulcan Raven." Okay, I remember. <laughs> yeah. that and now. you cross. He walk around the corner. It's so good, <laughs> um, Connor. Do you have any favorite
3: little Easter egg thing? There's there's a few I really like because they go back to Kojima being a pervert and there's one I like because it's just it's just really silly and that is uh, during the tanker mission when you have your digital camera you can take pictures of all like the, the girly posters and upload it to Otacon oh, <laughs> and we'll just be like snake really I'll save this picture for later oh. and you can yeah. you can send pictures of I think there's four on the ship you can send them all four and if you, mm-hmm. keep, if you send them then he gets increasingly frustrated with you and just is like what's like he's like get your mind out of the gutter we have to stop metal gear and then it always ends with i'm gonna save this one too <laughs> he saves all the photos uh, i like that when you try to cartwheel upstairs as raiden you can just eat shit oh <laughs> yeah your head Oh my God. so many times <laughs> oh such a great crash um and then there's one i think if you you can get a razor i think this is in the remastered one or even just subsistence so the re-release of two on ps2 and if you call Pliskin, while you have the razor equipped, he'll be clean shaven instead of having uh, all the stubble.
1: Wow, it's really goofy. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, How about you, Patrick? Anything you really like in there? Uh, I spent hours just
2: making uh, Raiden run over seagull shit and (laughs) and fall down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he does fall down.
3: (laughs) Oh, after the Harrier fight, it's all over the pipes you have to walk on. I spent so many times. Oh, I hate it. That
1: reminds me. Uh,
2: but I mean, my my actual favorite Easter egg is the infinite ammo. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's tapping
1: the the bandana. That's super funny. Um, uh, one time, I got in a fight with my friend's dad about if Harrier jets were real or not because <laughs> we had just watched <laughs> Live Free or Die Hard, and I was like, "That's real technology; it exists." And he was like, "No, it's not." He got so mad at me. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, let's do a quick round of closing thoughts. I know we're all fans of this game. Was there anything you guys wanted to say about it uh, and your thoughts on why you like it, why it's important to you? Uh, Patrick, let's start with you. Uh,
2: I I think we covered a a lot of why this game is important to me. Uh, But I just want to say, why is it so fucking hard to play this game right now? Uh, Like, Part part of the reason (laughs) I I didn't play it again in uh, preparation for this was that it's not available anywhere. Um, the, uh, collections of the digital collections, uh, that have two and three in them are not on stores anymore because, uh, uh, Konami lost the license to some of the footage that's in three. Um, and so it's just frustrating. Like, I just want to, I just want a way to play these games again. And I don't know,
1: (laughs) I don't know that there is one. Uh, I'm going to revise my question real quick. Um, if anybody has closing thoughts on the game generally, anything we didn't get to, because I, I mean, obviously we've we all like this game; it's great. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. Was there anything anybody wanted to share about it uh, that we haven't touched on?
3: I still, yeah, really I mean, this, I guess the, is oh, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I really liked. I still like the ending uh, AI speech with Raiden, mm. where they talk about how. Everyone is like afraid to put their own thoughts out there because they don't want to like step on any toes or have to argue with anybody. So they start, you know, going off into their own closed, gated communities. And that's everyone just spitting out thoughts. And then the line I really like is uh, nothing meshes or clashes. It just sort of exists. And it just keeps feeding into itself. Yeah. I thought that Mm -hmm. was really like an, again, sort of that sort of thing of like going into like online communities and like staying there. It reminds me of, parlor and then when parlor died it made me laugh even harder so yeah the idea of social
1: media allowing you to create your own safe space mm-hmm. where exactly you're yeah. um you're shielded from any outside thoughts that's very prescient um david you have any closing thoughts
0: uh two uh one was just that um so this was it sounds like this was a lot of our first metal gears um and ending the game and getting your score and you know getting ranked as like you know i'm i don't even know what i got ranked as the first time but then finding out that the way that you get big boss rank is by beating the game cleanly but also by like not killing anybody because i was somebody who like the second i got a fucking real gun was like (laughs) awesome um was like um I just think it was, like, a really like, I mean, again, that was present in in Metal Gear Solid, so, but, like, it's just, like, a concept that you so rarely, at at that time, so rarely saw, but just that, um, that this was a game where a perfect playthrough basically involved no murder, I thought was, uh, in a game that is, you know, nothing but military stuff, um, it was so cool and uh, maybe even a little profound and then I just also had a question for anybody which is has anybody played like the um, the snake missions because they came out like the uh, maybe it's the upgraded version or there was an Xbox version but they came out Mm -hmm. with a Metal Gear Solid 2 that included like a snake sub story where you kind of play as snake for part of the big show
3: no I don't know about that not familiar with it at all Okay, I didn't play. I've never played it either, but I know it exists. That's cool, though. It explains um, some of the cutscenes of uh, that they play in the game of Snake just shooting people down like hallways. And it's like I have hmm. never seen this area ever, or I don't remember this spot right. at all. It's just like weirdly specific like scene they show you. Same with Raiden.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, what a great game. So maybe that'll be a special. <laughs> special follow um that wraps up our metal gear solid Two uh breakdown um thank you guys so much for joining me uh on this episode um uh let's go around and do some quick plugs and get out of here um connor let's start with you any social media handles or anything you want to shout out
3: uh i twitch like infrequently at the point of like maybe once every three months uh hey i'm good actually i'm good (laughs) You don't want to shout out the handle? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) David, how about you? Uh,
0: You can follow me on Twitter um, at David LaSoul. That's David, L-A-S-O-U-L. And right now I'm doing a lot of uh, tweeting and yelling about this
1: Philadelphia 76ers. Um, But... You know, I cover all topics there. Uh, Patrick Ellers, thank you for coming on. This is our first time meeting. It was a pleasure. Uh, Any socials to plug?
2: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Patrick underscore Ellers. Um, And then you can also listen to my uh, Nintendo podcast called the Nintendo Cartridge Society. We do two episodes a week. Um, One is like a news in Nintendo episode, and another one is... Uh, a topic of some kind uh we just did an episode where we talked about all of the games that we're losing access to when the 3ds and wii u e-shops close down next year
1: fantastic um well thanks again for coming on guys that concludes this episode of the metal gear solid games club uh we'll be back in about a month my uh the co-host of my podcast reactivators uh tyler schnupp will be doing metal gear solid 3 uh in the meantime uh Stay frosty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay. by the
4: stars and the sky up above, and think what am I made of? Am I full of sorrow? Am I hurt and pain? Or am I filled with love? I walk by myself on the streets below and I...